Knees Up, a podcast about FAMU athletics, is here to talk about FAMU in a positive light, what's going on, and always keep you abreast as to the most up-to-date events related to FAMU athletics, whether it's football, basketball, tennis, or even FAMU golf. We're going to talk about it. We're going to bring it up to the light. We're going to share it so that you can brag and tell all your other friends in the swag that FAMU is the greatest school on this side of heaven. I'm Keith Hadley, and I am a graduate of Florida University, and I also run the FAMU Fifth Quarter on Twitter. Like the Twitter page, follow it, and make sure you share it with your friends so that they can keep up to date as to how great FAMU is, so that if they're not a rattler, they can know their kids need to be. Post-game instant reaction. Oh, man, I, I'm glad I took a little chill pill before I came online because, yeah, um, no. <laughs> it wasn't a pretty football game. It wasn't a pretty win, but a win is a win at the end of the day, and it's all you can take from it. Um, hopefully, as y'all can tell, not going to be indelibly long because even though my Rattlers just won, I'm also a Seminole fan, so... Watch the Florida State game pretty soon. Um, but I'm also catching the last business Tennessee game. If you're not watching this one, it's a goodie. Uh, Tennessee versus Alabama, it's a good one. But uh, instant reaction, man. Man, I don't know what y'all got on that field at, uh, at Grambling. I don't know if it's if fish grease, chicken grease, Crisco. Or we just had some really crappy uh, cleats. But our players could not catch their footing all game. And, uh, yeah, it was a problem. It was a problem, and uh, Coach Simmons asked him about it. He said, well, we're going to do some footwork drills this week because uh, can't be slipping like that. Like, that's that was uh, bad. But first half of the game was atrocious, a lot of drops, very slow start. Amy's run game, it did okay, actually. Um, we, we have a lot of injuries. I, I didn't realize how many players were hurt. And uh, – it was a good week to probably sit some of your better players just so that they could really get probably the better part of two, almost three weeks off. Like we saw Isaiah land on the sideline. Um, Tennessee players are pointing towards somebody making a false start, but um, it was just, it wasn't a pretty game. We, we, Amy goes down three to nothing. I mean, 10 to three at halftime from leading the game three to nothing and from the perspective of many fans, uh, and we should have been up. We should have been winning. We left another game where family leaves 20 points on the field because Grambling's not a good football team. Uh, they, they haven't gelled. They haven't figured their thing out. And even in the pregame preseason, when I was reviewing Grambling, my question was, will they figure out who they are? They were the team I thought would be further along. Alabama State is not the team that I thought would be further along. And we're seeing that Gramley's still figuring out who they are. They're still doing a two-quarterback system. And as we've all, as we've been told, when you have two quarterbacks, you really have no quarterbacks. Calvez is the guy. That's the guy you probably need to hit your wagon to. Otherwise, he's going to transfer. I mean, is he the most accurate? 
I don't know. We'll see. Did he get a lot of time? Damien's defense line was solid. Damien's defense all day was solid. Don't let the points fool you. Those points were directly related to special teams because on offense, FAMU's offense was solid. They were they were really good except for not catching the ball. Like Musa was on point. Musa was a player of the game. Probably be our cable busters player of the game because yeah. He scored a touchdown. He threw a touchdown. Besides that, Family's offense was pitiful uh, as far as what it was able to do and how it was able to uh, try to make anything happen. It just, it wasn't happening. It wasn't working. And um, I, for one, just, I wasn't pleased. I, as a fan, I wasn't pleased. My mini-me is here seeing if she can get her devices. And unless all her homework is caught up and done, I don't want to see any devices. If it's done, she can get her devices. Uh, but anywho, that being stated, yes, I am a parent. Uh, <laughs> that being stated, though, uh, as a parent, you, you kind of want the best and you want to see that you do well. And the game was chippy from the beginning. It was chippy. It wasn't, uh, to, excuse the uh, sorry. Again, many me walks in, many me walks out, dad moments. Live, live, it's, it's live. It's ain't TV, but it's live. <laughs> but that being stated, uh, it was chippy. Like, it wasn't surprising later on in the game when we get into a fight. Like, at the beginning of the game, I posted on FQ Family Twitter page, this game's chippy. Like, mm, what's about to happen here? And it, it just, it, it kind of started at the beginning of the game. The players are talking trash. You know, nobody's talking greasy. You can't necessarily hear anybody cursing in the uh, in the audio feed. But you could hear, I, I definitely heard uh, Xavier Smith one time say, I do this. <laughs> Just kind of, you know, letting people know, exerting the fact that he's a good receiver. And, man, did he not make a heck of a catch, even though it didn't count uh, in, in the game. But. You can see Isaiah, Xavier Smith was going to be somebody that was very important to the game. I noted that he kind of fills that Bishop Bonnet role. He was in the backfield, running out of the backfield. That's something I would like to see more of. I got to give Willie Simmons credit. That was creative. I am definitely one of those. I'm critical when things aren't original, but I'm going to give you credit when you are original. I like that. I enjoyed seeing moving Xavier Smith all across the field and utilizing him in so many ways because is he an NFL caliber receiver? I think so, but I, I may be wearing orange shaded glasses. Again, I may be biased, but I think he's presented a strong enough resume to at least get some type of look from the NFL team, just him catching the ball, his route running. I feel like the gentleman has done what it takes to get a look. And even today, even though his touchdown streak ended, he was out there. Like, it was noticeable when him and Sharid were out there and the tight ends got in the game kind of early, too. I appreciated that and I needed that because I felt like it, it kind of opened up the offense more. And the biggest problem that we had in the game, though, it wasn't – it was penalties because the defense plays well. The defense plays really well. Again, I told you, family's defense is stingy. I've been saying this all season long, but not all season long, the past couple of weeks. There we go. That all season long is, is a uh, misrepresentation of what I've stated. 
it's a lie. Uh, but FAMU's defense has been stingy for most of the season. The only game where we weren't stingy really was the Jackson State game and the UNC game. The UNC game, I put an asterisk there. That's higher level talent, more scholarships, a lot more scholarships. Uh, but in this case, the Jackson State, we just got beat. Like they, they beat our butts. There's no, I don't have the last year's excuse. You beat us by one point. No, you, it, we got, we got Molly Watts. But in this game, uh, we just never got into the groove. We never got into a vibe. It just never got to where it needed to be, except for on defense. The defense looked great all game, and those are our second team defensive players playing a lot of positions. Isaiah Land does not play. General Hunt does not play. Bowlers are playing hurt. Both bowlers, both bowlers get injured. I mean, you're missing a lot of players. I, I coach Simmons gave a list of the players in the post game interview, and I encourage you to watch that just because you know your favorite podcaster may be on there. I might not be your favorite, but you you don't not like me. I'll say it like that. Um, but I I think that was something that you definitely. You, you noticed, like, the defense was really good. And I thought the defensive looks were solid. I, I definitely, at times, I've been, like many others, questioning what are we doing defensively. This was not one of those games. Uh, the only time was at the end of the game. And I was like, why don't we have two safeties deep? Why don't we have two safeties deep? Just because we almost got burnt a few times. But I did see the personnel changes as far as on defense and things like that. And uh, I like that. I needed that. That was good. We, as a program, you need to be able to see that. You need to be able to have, to show that your defense, you just can't throw jump balls against us and complete and do well. Because while corners may have a lot of heart, they only have so much height. Um, and that was that was something we saw in the game today. But the big thing was special teams and freaking penalties. Family special teams looked like outside of Telvin Griffey, which that kid has been putting up some really good film, and it's not because I'm a Griffey fan. Like, I'm a Griffey fan. Don't get me wrong. Like, his dad. But Telvin, I like Telvin. Like, I don't have anything against him. But I'm not doing that just because I'm a fan. But I am saying because his film, special teams, he makes tackles. I don't know what he looks like in coverage right now. I do have a question about that. I wonder if he fits in as a slot corner because – I wonder, did he redshirt last year? I want to double check that. That would have been a great thing for him to redshirt last year. Uh, especially if you watch the documentary. It seemed like it would have been a good year. But, man, Telvin, Telvin looks different. Like, he looks like he might be one of them next year. He might be a productive member of the roster. That's going to be somebody for you to continue to look at. Because on special teams, he's out there. He is there. And so, um I am definitely wanting to see more of that. And I, I think I think that's going to be a good thing. But, yeah, outside of that, special teams was nuts. Like, how do you have a kick return where nobody picks up the ball? That That's inexcusable. I do understand the players lose their footing. The coach is going to go back and see that. Both the players slip approaching the ball, but even still, when the ball's in the air, it looked like nobody tried to get under it. It honestly looked like they tried. we tried to run a fake like we did last week and it just did not work. And then you have the play where Chris Fedora missed kicks the ball, which Coach Simmons was like, that never happens, which is true. That almost 
that's the first time I can remember Chris Fadul shanking a kick in life. Like, not in life, but in recent memory, I can't think of the last time he shanked a kick. And that's the first time I remember that it happened like that. Like, FAMU had two major special teams miscues that led directly to points. Like, 14 of those 13 points are on the special teams unit. Coach Davis, you got we got to we got to tighten up. I, I know, you know, it's kind of you know rough to throw somebody in the bus, but honk honk toot toot, that bus is coming. And uh, yeah, man, uh, that that was definitely awkward, weird. Just as a fan going in halftime, three three, you played a pretty crappy half of football with a bunch of penalties, and then you literally give that up. And then you have a punt where Coach Simmons mentions the punt coverage is going the opposite direction, and the ball just shanks. I mean, that happens. I, I that one I could kind of, I'm a little more forgiving on that one than on the other one. The other one, I'm not very forgiving on that. I, I'm, I'm I'm annoyed by that. But the big the big story is the penalties. FAMU goes over 150 yards of penalties, and, and I kind of tongue in cheek. Put FAMU might hit 200 yards in penalties, but we weren't far from it. I mean, I know we were over 150, and I would be darn sure close to say we touched 175. That That's embarrassing. Uh, and some of them were really stupid penalties. Like, we had one play where we had three penalties on, on the same play. Kick return, we had three penalties, and they missed the fourth one because it should have been a block in the back. They missed the block in the back but they called three players for holding, which I wonder how much of that just because they lost their footing. But at the same point, man, 150 plus yards, 170 yards in penalties. We had more penalties and man, the kicker goes wide right for Tennessee. We had more penalties than we did rushing yards. We might've had more penalties than we had passing yards. That's nuts. I'm just going to, I hadn't looked at the stats yet. Gonna get them pretty soon, but that was crazy. Um, that being stated, though, y'all, uh, family does come out with the win. Very tight win. Honestly, I stated before, family should have lost that game. And I'll stand on it. I, I will stand on that soapbox. And if you're mad at me for saying it, be mad because I'm an honest fan. Not gonna blow smoke up your butt. Not gonna lie to you. Damn, we got lucky. We did not play a very good game. As a teacher, if I were greatness, I'd give us a D. And that's just because you passed. <laughs> but you didn't pass by much. And so, man, long, long, long watch. Uh, if you're going to rewatch that game, carry it, get you a little glass of wine, Pinot, uh, Moscato, whatever. But something, because otherwise... Wasn't our best game, but FAMU does come away with the win. Instant reaction, though, y'all know. Fangs Up Podcast. We're good for the instant reaction. Try to do the halftime report. Next week, we all get a week off. Um, but so there will be no Saturday show for me. Uh, but it'll be my birthday on Saturday. So going turn into big three eight. Might go to SeaWorld or something like that. You know, wife and kids. I think wifey's got some up her arms and sleeves. So, but as always, y'all, we'll be back tomorrow. Time to talk about the week that was in FAMU athletics. Volleyball team did a little something, something today. We just keep on sweeping the swags. Just keep on sweeping the swag. 
that might be a shirt we need to create sweeping the swag uh and also family football goes and flies out to grambling and comes out by the skin of our fangs with a victory that being stated big shout out cable busters tv $35 gets you live TV, live sports on up to three devices. Also, HBCU Digital Network, big shout out. This is home and to the Black Techies. Good people, Per Seward and them do a great job. With that being stated, we're going to jump off the instant reaction here on the YouTube and the Twitter space. We might say a few more things on the instant reaction podcast that's going to go up on Spotify and all those good places. As always, it's things up. All right, y'all. So um, you're still listening. You're still here. I'm still watching Tennessee and they're driving. That was an unmitigated disaster. I have no nice way of saying it. Uh, that was a bunch of bull job. And I believe Uncle Shay Shay would say the same. Ooh. Uh, I, I, you know, you put on some clean clothes. They still smell good. Anyways, um, that was terrible, though. I, I don't I don't need a nice way of saying it. And honestly, I thought Coach Simmons did a really good job of coaching. Uh, some people, you may criticize Coach Simmons and get mad at his uh, game plan and whatever. I thought it was a solid game plan. He just didn't execute. I, to me, that's like when you give somebody the answers, but they fail a test. I'm a teacher. seeing it happen. We did not execute very well on offense. We did a terrible job of just catching the ball, holding on to the ball. It was, it was just – it was ridiculous. And then on top of that, penalties because – you got to think, Coach Simmons is trying to run the ball, but he's running the ball on second down a lot because first down, the pass didn't work. Or if he ran it on first down and you got two yards, like within the confines of running a spread offense, especially from the shotgun that much, you cannot, I cannot underemphasize how important it is that you stay on schedule. Stay on schedule meaning by third down, you're creating opportunities where it's third and five, third and four, third and three, or below. You, you, when, you, when it's third and eight, you're taking a lot of plays out of the playbook. And the, the players took plays out of the playbook for the coaches. And then you turn around and got these dumb behind penalties. Like, it, it did not make sense. And, I mean, the targeting penalty that they tried to call, that's, it must be something these refs are looking at. It wasn't targeting. It was a terrible call. But that being stated, Tennessee's kicking for the kick. Balls up, goes up, wobbly, wobbly, wobbly. It's good. Tennessee wins. Sorry. I know that's not great podcasting, but they won the game. Um, congratulations to the Tennessee Volunteer fans. I know your pain. Um, but they are about to storm the field. They are storming the field. And good luck on getting them off the field today. You better protect the coaches and the players because them folks are on the, on the field and they are liquored up and drunk. Anywho, back to FAMU Athletics. AMU does come away with the victory, and uh, it was tough. Cigars smoking today in Tennessee, uh, but back to FAMU. Uh, that was just, it was a tough watch, man. It was hard to watch, and you really just kind of, you felt for the Grambling players. Because to me, I, I think I think the Grambling players fought hard. I, I do. I really felt like they played better than FAMU. I felt like FAMU had better talent. I, I won't lie. There, there's a talent disparity between FAMU and Grambling. 
We won on talent. We didn't win because, win because we did anything else well. We won on talent. But this is a game where either the coach loses the team or he keeps them. I speculate that Gremlin won't win another game this year. I'm just going to be honest. They might get an upset here or there unless they got Valley or Arkansas Pine Bluff. I don't think Graham's going to win another game. And to me, that's two times this season where you've beaten bad teams or you played really good against a bad team. UNC is a bad team to me. I think they suck. Offensively, they're great. Defensively, they're terrible. I think right now, the, the good and the bad of this, Musa might be hot by the end of the season. The bad of it is we might lose a game. And that would keep you from going to the playoffs. This is not a playoff caliber team. I'm not going to lie to you. And I got less than 10 minutes to get this in. So I'm going to make sure I get it in and get it out. FAMU is not a play, playoff caliber team. We don't deserve to go to the playoffs. We look like trash right now. But, but, as your preacher would say, in spite of, we've still been blessed. Regardless, we are still winning. And that has to give you a little bit of solace. Considering FAMU had 150 yards and penalties. Two turnover? I mean, okay, it's, it wasn't a turnover, but darn it, it was a turnover. Special teams was ridiculously poor as far as on two major plays. Special teams gave up 10 points. Outside of that, you had a good game. Your defense looks solid. If your offense can catch the bleeping ball, you're gonna do better. You're gonna do great. Like it's just you gotta do better than that in the long run. So I'm not gonna hold y'all much longer. Come back tomorrow. We're gonna uh, be back um, on our multiple platforms, namely Twitter as well as uh, YouTube and Facebook. I might I might also put it up here as well. But for the instant reaction, FAMU wins a tight one. And I mean tight, like mm, tighter than that yellow peel me like a banana dress that Maxine Shaw wore on Living Single, tighter than that. And uh, thank God we did win it because otherwise, if you lose that game, you're not going to lose the fan base. But I tell you what, you lose a lot of good favor going into homecoming. So let's all enjoy the week off. FAMU wins 20 to 16. Your player of the game is going to be Jeremy Musa. I'm going to follow suit. And congratulations to UT fans. I, I never want you to win, but today I did. But always, it's going to be fangs up, y'all. And we did get a little bit loosey-goosey at the end of here. But it's fangs up.